and the end. You're the beginning and the end. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. I pray. I pray. Your name. Your name. I pray. I pray. Your name. Your name. You are Alpha and Omega. You are Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're the beginning and the end. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're the same yesterday. Today and forever, I pray. I pray your name. Your name. I pray. I pray your name. Your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy, 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 holy. You are worthy. You are worthy of my praise. Of my praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy, 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 holy. You are worthy. You are worthy of my praise. You are Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're the beginning and the end. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. I pray. I pray. Your name. Your name. I pray. I pray. Your name. Your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did that grace appear 
the hour I first believed my chains are gone I've been set free my God my Savior has ransomed me and like a flood His mercy reigns unending love amazing grace the has promised good to me his word my hope secures he will my shield and portion be as long as life endures my chains are gone i've been set free my god my savior has ransomed me and like a flood his mercy chains are gone I've been set free my God my Savior has ransomed me and like a flood his mercy reigns unending love amazing shall soon dissolve like snow the sun forbear to shine but God who called me here below will be forever mine you are forever mine. You are forever mine. That's why I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see your victory. I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see your victory. I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God.
Hallelujah, God. Forever, God, at your feet, God. Forever, God. I'll be seated at your feet. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, God. And I'll be seated at your feet to worship at your feet. And I'll be right here at your feet forever. And I'll be seated at your feet to worship at your feet. And I'll be right here at your feet forever. Help me say, and I'll be right here at your feet forever. And I'll and I'll be seated at your feet to worship, to worship at your feet. And I'll be right here at your feet. Forever And I'll, and I'll be seated at your feet To worship, to worship at your feet And I'll be right here at your feet Forever And I'll, and I'll be Seated at your feet to worship, to worship at your feet, and I'll be right here at your feet forever, forever, Lord, forever, forever at your feet forever, forever. To worship at your feet And I'll be right here at your feet Forever And I'll, and I'll be seated at your feet To worship, to worship at your feet 
at your feet forever. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, God. We give God glory. This next song that you hear, we do not have rights to this song, so we just give God glory for what he's doing here at Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry, so let's just continue to worship him. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Place 
come however you want. Can you just tell him tonight, Holy Spirit, you can have your way in my life. I'm surrendered. My heart is abandoned to you tonight. And you can come however you want. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Let all the names, other names fade away. Amen. God is good. I thank God for, most of all, for what he has already done. And this past week, God gave me to give to the body of Christ to begin to praise God through the situation. And what he had given me was to praise him every third hour. And three represents wholeness, and then we will end it on the seventh day, which represents completeness. So God has said, what's happening during this crisis, people are praising the crisis more than they're praising him. How do we know that? Because everybody is talking about it more than they're talking about him. God said, I want to be lifted up above the crisis. He said, I want to be praised above the crisis. So every third hour, we began just to praise God to give him glory because he is high and he is lifted up. So when I heard that song, which somebody had um, sent it through uh, the text, and I said, God, that's the song. That's the song. So I thank God for that song, that God is high and he is lifted up and he's above everything. And we need to quit looking at him as being beneath it. He is above it. So God want us to see him above. He want us to exalt him. He want us to praise him. He want us to look to him more than we're looking to COVID-19. And I believe we got more people looking to COVID-19 than they're looking to Jesus because every time something pop up, we're taking the time to read it. Every time somebody sends something, we're taking the time to read it. So they're trying to find their way, but God already found the way. And his name is Jesus Christ. So I believe this crisis is letting us Christians know where we are in him. And some of us are finding out that we're not in the place that we need to be in him because we're more worried about what man is saying than what has already been said. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. So, Father, we just thank you and we just praise you, God, because you are high And you're lifted up here at Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry. God, we just thank you. We praise you for your grace and for your mercy. For it is sufficient for us, God, in this time of crisis. God, we just thank you. And we praise you for togetherness, God, during this time. And I break the power, God, of division. And I lose togetherness and unity in the body of Christ in Jesus' name. I break the power of deception, God, and I lose truth right now upon this land, upon this nation, in Jesus' name. God, I break the power of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you, Father God, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Father God, right now, the blood of Jesus, I pleaded, Father God, over this nation in the name of Jesus. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for our helper and our teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, speak to us today. And I thank you, God, as the Holy Spirit is speaking, God, demonstration will come from the word of God through the Holy Spirit. So we just thank you and we just praise you, God. And I thank you that I have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go on in the word of God, I want to say that when you spend time with God, God will give you everything that you need if you have a a listening ear to hear what God is saying unto the church. And as I was sitting before God, like I was saying, people are magnifying this COVID-19 more than they're magnifying him. And God began to take me to a verse of scripture um, in Isaiah 43, verse 18, beginning at verse 18. And I thank God that when you listen to him and hear what he's saying, you're not mindful of what everybody else have said or, or are saying. And in Isaiah 43, 18, it says, The Lord says, forget what happened before. He said, remember ye not the formal things. So he's saying, forget what has happened before. Or he's saying, forget. He don't mean just to, we know it's happening. But he's saying, don't bring this to your thoughts. Don't bring this to your mind dealing with COVID-19. He said, don't let this take over your thoughts. Don't let it take over your mind. He said, neither consider the things of old. Because sometimes we can go back and we can begin to consider things that have happened before. And God said, I don't want you to do that. I don't want these things to be on your mind. He said, I don't want COVID-19 to be in your thoughts where it, it comes in and overwhelm your thoughts. He said, do not earnestly remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. He said, behold, I'm doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing and we missing what God is doing because we're keeping our mind on COVID-19. And he said, it's a new thing that I'm doing. He said, it is already happening. I'm reading out this Spanish so you might not be able to follow me. He said, I don't want you to think on COVID-19. I don't want you to keep bringing it to mind. He said, I want you to begin to focus on I'm doing a new thing. Don't you see that it's happening? So that's what God is saying. And then he go on to say, he said, it shall spring forth and you shall, and you shall not, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So God is saying that even through this crisis, God has already made a way. So he wants us to see the way that he has made. So take your mind off of COVID-19. Take your mind off what the news is saying. Listen to this. News is news. They report news. Some news they get, it is not good news because they're getting it from other people. And then they got to retract what they said after they already put panic in you. So they doing what they know to do. But God say we as the saints of God should be doing what we know to do. We are spiritual beings. We are born from above and not from this earth. So God said, do not think on, do not meditate on COVID-19. This is what the enemy wants. He said, take your mind off of COVID-19, put it on what I'm doing. I'm doing a new thing and it's going to spring forth. Amen. And then he showed me as I, throughout the week, God showed me the blood of Jesus being poured out upon the nations and just, just being poured out and dropping upon the nations. And y'all know when you see the blood, the, the scroll, you have to pass you by. So God was just showing me the blood, this dropping just coming down from heaven and it's just spraying just like spray just coming down see God is showing you the outcome 
before. He's saying it's already done. You got to see what's already done. Remember, they put the blood on the doorpost, but they had to take what God was saying over what the enemy wanted to do. The enemy is about death. God is about life and he's about life more abundantly. So we have to be before God to see what God want us to see so we can say what God want us to say. Amen. So let's go into the word that God has um, for this Sunday. The word that God gave me this Sunday, go with me to St. John, the 12th chapter. God is just so good when it comes to the things of God. St. John, the 12th chapter. And I'm beginning at verse 49. And it says, For I have not spoken of myself. But the father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And now, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the father saith unto me, so I speak. Let me read this out of another version of the Bible that expanded. The things I taught, spoke, were not from myself. The father who sent me, told me, commanded me what to say. And what to teach or speak. And I know that eternal life comes from what the father commands. So whatever I say is what the father told me to say. God say saying what God is saying. So I want to ask y'all today. Are you saying what God is saying? Saying what God is saying is saying what his word is saying. So if you in the word no matter what the world is saying. You're going to speak what God is saying. Jesus said that when he was speaking, he didn't speak on his own command. He didn't speak on his own authority. He was speaking what the father was telling him to speak. Now, how did Jesus speak what the father was telling him to speak? Because he knew the father. He had a relationship with the father. When we have a relationship with the father, we're able to speak what he would have us to speak and not go on how we feel or not go on what somebody else is saying unto us. And this is why I say the media is saying what they want to say. The president, he have to speak what he feel like he need to speak. The government is speaking based on what people are saying and based on what they're seeing. But I want to talk to the saints and ask you, what are you speaking? Are you speaking according to the media? Are you speaking according to the government? Or are you speaking according to the word of God? Remember, we talked about peace in the midst of the storm. And God let us know that we're going to have tribulations, we're going to have sorrow, we're going to have pain. We're going to go through things because we're on the earth. But being that we're on the earth and we know who we are in him, we can expect these things, but we're supposed to have peace through these things. We're supposed to have a calmness. We're supposed to have a quietness. We're supposed to have a stillness. And if we don't have those things, guess what? We took our mind off of him And we put our mind on what the world is saying to us today. So in order to have that peace, our mind must do what? Stay upon him. Our mind must be on him because we trust in him. We lean, we depend on him because we know nobody can get us through this but God. So if you wait no man to find a cure, if you wait no man to tell you it's all right, you're not at peace with God. See, the kind of peace that the world has is saying, when a calm come, then I can be quiet. Then I can be still. I don't have to be anxious. 
But the peace that God has given us as saints, we're quiet doing the storm because we've been taught well by him. We've been taught well by the ones that God has put us up under and say, yes, there is a storm, but I can speak to the storm and I can say, peace, be still in the midst of that storm. And I can go on about my business. Why? Because I know whom I am and I know who I belong to. So if you don't know these things, you're going to be just like the world. You're going to be trying to figure it out. And God gave me this last night. God is just so good. He'll give you revelation off of things. Now, we as spiritual beings, we don't go on the natural. We go on the supernatural. Natural is subject to change. But supernatural is eternal. It does not change. It never ends. So when you go on supernatural, you're looking at what God is doing from above and you bring in heaven down here to earth. But if you look at natural, natural go on your five senses. And God showed me this last night. He said, okay, you go on what you see. You go on what you hear. You go on what you can touch. You go on what you can smell. You go on what you can taste. God showed me this and I'm like, wow, God. He said, the virus, you can't touch nothing. You can't put nothing in your eyes. It goes up your nose and in your ears. It's dealing with your five senses. But God said, when you go on me spiritually, he said, I give you eyes to see. I give you ears to hear. He said, and I even give you what to say to come out of your mouth. He said, the enemy is using the five senses to bring fear, to bring panic. He said, but if you are in the supernatural, you know that you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You know that you can taste and see how good God is. And you begin to speak what you've been tasting, what you've been meditating on. The enemy is using the natural realm to try to take your mind off the supernatural realm. So this is, then he showed me this. In the word of God, we had the Pharisees. And the Pharisees was about tradition. And the Bible said the traditions of what men make the word of God of no effect. In Matthew 15, it's talking about the traditions. Their tradition was, check this y'all. If you don't wash your hands, <laughs> you know, you, you breaking the law, right? So understand what they're saying now with the government. We know we're supposed to wash our hands before they told us to wash our hands. Come on, y'all. That's just living the right way. That's being clean, right? If anybody blowing their nose and not washing their hands, they're just nasty. That's just plain and simple because we're taught to be clean, right? But then what they were doing, they said, if you don't wash your hands, there was another law that they put in there. You breaking the traditions of the elders. They were more worried about y'all washing hands than who was right there in front of them like, oh, I'm going to say it again. We Christian folks are so worried about, you got people telling you everything to do. Everybody's sending out little stuff to do. You got to do this. You got to eat this. You got to eat that. You got to wash your hands this way. And you do have a certain way of washing your hands. But let me ask some of y'all something. When you went to the bathroom and you washed your hands, did you ever do it like they were doing it? Anybody? Doctors and nurses wash their hands thoroughly, right? When we go to the bathroom, do you spend time, do, did you spend time doing all that before or did you just wash your hands? Okay, so what is the world doing? They're teaching you some techniques to say that's going to save your life. Oh my goodness. When you know that he's already saved you. 
They cannot save your life. Jesus saved your life over 2,000 years ago. That's the natural way of saving someone. But we are supernatural beings. Am I saying not to wash your hands? No, I'm not. I'm saying don't let your hands be your God. Do not let these things be your God. You got to know who your God is. So Jesus was telling them, and I love this. They were talking about their traditions, the washing the hands. So when Jesus came in on the scene, Jesus was letting them know, you know, he said, what goes into a man? Let me read it. Because I want y'all to see something. God would go to Matthew 15. God would show you some things that sometimes we miss. But God will bring them back to us in the time of crisis. Jesus began to say in chapter 15 in the book of Matthew. Verse 10. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man. But that which come out of the mouth, this defileth the man. Remember they were saying, you know, when stuff get in your mouth, touch your mouth, don't touch your eyes, it's going up your nose, go down your throat, you got a problem, right? Jesus says not what goes into your mouth that defiles a man, it's what comes out of your mouth is what defiles a man. What was Jesus saying? He said, for out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. So what the enemy is doing, he's using these gateways. He's using your eyes, he's using your ears, he's using your smell, he's using your mouth, he's using your touch. He's using all of those gateways to five senses to negate, to overthrow what God is saying. Am I telling you to put something nasty in your mouth? No, I'm not. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that if we don't go on the word of God right now, some people are going to die an early death. Why? Because they're believing everything that man is saying, but they're not taking to heart what God has already said. God knew that these things were going to be here. This is why Jesus walked the earth. Jesus was amongst plagues, y'all. He was amongst leprosy. You couldn't even bring people out that had leprosy. They had to be shut off. Because if they come out, somebody else would be subject to that leprosy. But Jesus healed leprosy. He stood right in the midst of leprosy. Can you say today that you're not standing in the midst of something? You just don't know about it. You don't know what people have. Now people are trying to find out where people from before they talk to them. Ain't that something? Well, where are you from? Where you come from? Are you on the highway looking at what you doing in Pender County from Illinois? What you doing in Pender County? You snuck out of your county. Now you know you're wrong. So people are more worried about where people are from. Don't get me wrong. When the, the government set laws, we're supposed to obey the laws of the land. We're supposed to do what that law is saying. If that law is telling you that if you went to another county... You know, you need to be quarantined. You don't need to be coming out. You don't need to be coming out the house because you're breaking the law, right? You want to do what the law is saying. But if the law is telling you to do something that is going to take, take away from who you are in him or telling you not to pray no more, no, 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 no. We don't go by that. We're going to do what the law tell us to do. We're going to abide by the law of the land. We're not going to break no laws just to do anything, right? But Jesus was saying, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, it's what comes out of him. So this is why I'm talking about speaking what God is speaking, saying what God is saying. How do you know what God is saying if you're not in the word of God? 
You're only going to go on what man is saying. And anything that you believe in, in your mind, you feel like it's working. Let me ask all of y'all something. How do you know Lysol really work? Brother Willie, how do you know Lysol really work? How do you know? How do you know hand, sa- hand sanitizer Kim really work? How do you know these things really work? Guess what? I got something to tell you. You got to use these things over and over and over again. But you can take the word of God and it lasts forever. It changes not and it's free. It's free. The price has been paid. But you got to keep buying sanitizer. You got to, oh, come on, don't talk about the toilet tissue. Because everybody, what in the world are they doing all this toilet tissue? Somebody please let us know. Because I'm trying to figure out the mystery. What's up with the toilet tissue? Why not get more meat? (laughs) What's up with the toilet tissue, y'all? People putting toilet tissue before God. You have to get up early. Amen, Kim, to get some toilet tissue. My sister told me when she left work, she had to be there when the truck got there to get some toilet tissue. But let me tell you something. The word... Who's going to rise early to get into the good book? Who's going to rise early to say, God, I'm here. I'm going to hear what you got to say to me so I can speak what you have to say on this day. Who's getting up early to say, speak, Lord. I'm going to hear you today, God. You know what's going to happen in this day. So I want you to speak to me today. Speak to my heart, God. So this is what Jesus was saying. I said, God, Jesus walked the earth. He went through several things. There were um, demons. There were people that were sick. There were all kind of stuff, all kinds of stuff around Jesus. But Jesus didn't focus on those things. He focused on what God told him to do. So if we're focusing on what God is telling us to do, we're not worrying about what's around us because we know we're protected. As long as you're doing what God tells you to do, you're going to be protected by him. But when you get out of his will, then you open up a door for the enemy. And I believe people are opening up doors because they're trying to still work it out on their own. See, when we have the peace of God and we're quiet and we're still, God is speaking. God is saying, do this. Don't do that. It's going to be okay. Listen to what I have to say. Trust me. Sometimes God will just say, trust me. The only thing you got to do is lean and depend on me. Trust me. Trust in me with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge me in all your ways. He said, then I'm going to direct your path. So if we wait on the Lord, guess what? If we put God before we put toilet tissue, we begin to take our Bible and we begin to read and say, Lord, speak. And all of a sudden, when you get through with um, being in that time with God, God say, now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to be at food line by 12 o'clock. Okay, God, I'll go at 12 o'clock. So you go there at 12 o'clock. And he said, now that you're there, go down the toilet tissue aisle. It's enough toilet tissue for you. Oh, y'all, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with the Christians? We're spending too much time with carnal Christians. We're spending too much time with the world. The world always try to think they're helping you. They're doing it the world's way. God said, can you please do it my way? Can you spend that time with me and hear what I have to say? God said, do you think I'm going to let you miss some toilet tissue? Do you think I'm going to let you miss your food? What did I say in the word of God? Take no thought 
for what you shall eat or what you shall drink or how shall you be clothed? He said the Gentile, the unsaved folks, those are the ones that think about these things. He said, seek ye what? The what? Kingdom of God and his what? Righteousness, meaning his way of doing things. And guess what? All of this toilet tissue, all of these things shall be what? Y'all need to be giving God glory. Y'all going to get some toilet tissue added to you. Why? Because you're seeking the kingdom. You're seeking God's way of doing. And guess what? Kingdom know you on earth. Kingdom know you need some toilet tissue. But kingdom say you got to begin to speak those things. That be not as though they were. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, what are you speaking? What did you say this morning? We supposed to speak what God is speaking. We don't speak what the world is speaking. And then God got kind of deep on me again. I'm telling you, when you spend time with God, God will give you everything that you need. So God took me a little bit further. Because Jesus was speaking. He said, I only speak what the Father command me to speak. And I love the part that he said, and what I'm speaking, y'all, is eternal life. He said, God's words is what bring life. He said, the spirit quickened, the spirit makes alive. He said, the flesh, I want y'all to hear this, the flesh profits you nothing. Did y'all not understand that? Your flesh can't do nothing for you. <laughs> nothing. But he said, the flesh profit you nothing. But the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So where are we getting our life from? From the word of God. He's divine. We're the branches. And as long as we're connected to the vine, we're going to get our nourishment. But then he began to take me here. Go to St. John, the third chapter. The word is so rich. The word will give you everything that you need. St. John, the third chapter. And I want to begin at verse um, 30. This is John. John is speaking. John He's speaking, he said, he must increase, but I must decrease. He that come from above is above all. John knew, John knew his position. John the Baptist knew his position. He knew that he was the forerunner from, for Christ. But he knew that when Christ came, the anointed one, the Messiah came in on the scene. Okay, John had to decrease because he knew that he was above him. So John knew his position. He said, now that he's here, he's above all. He's above me because his disciples was questioning him about Jesus, about Jesus baptizing. And John began to explain to them, this is my position, but this is his. So John understood uh, his position in Christ. He knew that he was above him. So the first thing we got to know is that he is above. He's over everything. Why is he over everything? Because he created everything. Without him, nothing was created. Nothing was made without the word of God. So I want you to think on that for a little bit. If he created everything by the word, how should we be living? By the word. Because the Bible says that he upholds everything is held together by the word of God. So it's going to take the word of God here on earth to uphold everything that he has created. So why aren't we using the word? Because we're subjecting ourselves to the world, to what the world is saying. So we got to know that he's above. 
He's supreme. He's above principalities. He's above thrones. He's above dominions. He's above everything. God has put everything in his hands. The word. Jesus is the word. Guess what? This is the word. It is written, but we want to make it rhema. We want to have it to be a spoken word. And the only way it can be a spoken word, you have to read it. You begin to meditate on it. It becomes illumination to you. And you begin to speak only what you believe. So if we're not speaking the word of God and we're speaking opposite to the word, what are we getting? Death. God said, I want to bring life to this earth. So no matter what the earth is saying, and that's the next verse, listen at this. First, you got to know that he's above, right? He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. I'm going to break that down to let you know exactly what it's saying. It means that he who comes from the earth belongs to the earth and talks the language of the earth. His words are from an earthly standpoint. So that's natural, right? When you hear the news, what are they, what are they speaking naturally? They're not speaking spiritually. They're speaking from an earthly standpoint. Jesus is from above. We're supposed to be speaking from a heavenly standpoint. So when we hear the news, the news can only give you what they know. And it's not all truth in what they know. They only going on their five senses. They only going on what's being reported to them because they're not God. If somebody died, the first thing they say, COVID-19 killed them. What if COVID-19 wasn't here? Then you would say natural causes. But anything that comes upon the earth, they want to use that to say this is why this person died because they want people to believe this is what's happening. Am I saying that some of that is not true? No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is God is above that. He's above that. We're supposed to be speaking life in the midst of this dead situation because this situation brings death. We're supposed to be speaking life. We do not supposed to be speaking earthly. So when somebody send you stuff and they tell you, do all this and breathe in this and breathe in that. Come on, breathe in the word, breathe in life, because the word is your barrier. The word is what's going to protect you for what's going to get to your eyes, your nose, your ears, your throat. The word is going to do that. You shall not come nigh my dwelling. But what we're doing, we're spending too much time following directions to see if we put enough lemons in, to see if we put enough this in, drink it, and then we own, then we up there saying, he's a healer. Well, if he's a healer, why are you using all this? If I can get that much of an offering from Lysol and hand sanitizers and toilet tissue, y'all, church be paid off. If we can do that. See, this is what the world does. Am I, okay, I want to say this. Some people are saying, look at up there telling me I'm supposed to be drinking this. And you drink whatever you want. But if you ain't drinking this life here, which is the word of God, if you're not taking in the word and you're taking in more of that stuff that the world is telling you to take in instead of taking in the word, you could die with what you're taking in if God ain't told you to do it. Did God tell you to do that? In that case, why didn't God tell you to build yourself up with it before this stuff came? Think. Why didn't God give you a dream and say, I want you to mix a little bit of lemon juice and a little bit of vinegar. And I want you to throw in this right here. And I want you to drink this for 30 whole days. Why didn't God tell you this before this came? This is why God give us discerning of spirits. 
He let us know what's good, a good spirit. He let us know the bad spirits. And if you don't operate in discerning of spirits, ask the Holy Spirit, stir up that gift in me so I'll know what to do and what not to do. Because if you lived not doing these things before this came, why are you trying to do them now? Because we don't truly trust God. We don't. When you truly trust God, (laughs) I pick on Brother Willie because I can I pick on him because he true, true that Willie. Now, Brother Willie, Lysol, have you ever sprayed your house as much as you spraying it now with Lysol? Why? Why, Willie, why? He, he keeping up, he's being obedient. Spray, 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 spray. I'm going to say something, it's going to make you laugh. How many even thought about buying Lysol, how expensive it is? You left it on the shelf. Anybody? It ain't part of your grocery list. Hello, somebody. No, I don't need no $3.49 can of stuff. I'm going to use Clorox. If you're using Clorox, been using Clorox all your life, keep using your Clorox. We're adding stuff to stuff because we got a little doubt. We want to make sure we're doing everything they say do. But you don't know what's around you. You don't know who's around you. You don't know who or what is carrying what. Next thing they're going to say is get rid of your dogs and cats. Now that's going to be a fight. I'm going to tell you why that's going to be a fight. Because some people love animals more than they love people. They will get locked up with their dogs. Before they let you take dogs out of a house. But they close down churches. I'm telling y'all, this is what it's coming to. They're going to come up with everything to try to keep America safe. That's their way. But what did he say? He said he's from above. They're going to speak what? Earthly. They're going to speak naturally. You got to know um, who's saying what. And you have to be in the spirit to know what. God's going to let us know before he let them know. Come on, y'all. That's who our father is. My daddy here on earth if somebody was going to come and attack my house and he heard before time that they were going to attack my house do you think he's not going to warn me ahead of time and say Amanda somebody's coming to attack your house yes he is he's not going to wait till they come in with a gun then after it's over and I said daddy somebody attacked my house where well, I knew it was coming Mm-mm. a loving father is going to let you know what's coming before it come miracle temple God love y'all Because he told y'all before this came, over a year ago, do anybody remember when I was ministering on medications? I said, everybody depending on medication to get them over with high blood pressure and still eating pork chop, pig feet, everything, and still taking a pill. Remember? I said, I'm not telling you not to take your medicine. It's where you are in God. But I'm telling you something is coming on earth that even the doctors don't have a cure for it. Y'all remember? How long ago was this? It's been a while. He done announced it two, three times to Miracle Temple. He said the only thing that's going to keep you is what? The only thing that's going to keep you is what? Now, this is the problem. You got prophets coming out of the wind work now. And everybody got a different word to tell you. Everybody's got something that they're saying is getting ready to happen. But is it in alignment with what God is saying? Because no prophet want another prophet to beat them out of what God has said. See, it's competition. 
So we got to hear God for ourselves. We got to know what God is saying according to the word of God. So Jesus said, I only speak what God tell me to speak. He said, the ones that are speaking, they're speaking based on, you know, the language of the earth. They're speaking based on natural. He said, I want my people to be speaking supernatural. Now, let me say this. It's nothing wrong with Brother Willie getting his Lysol. If he want to get his Lysol, he can spray his knees down with Lysol if he choose to. Maybe that's a new fragrance for her. He, he, he done created a new fragrance. He mixing it all together. <laughs> if that's what you do, that's okay. But I want to ask you something. When this is all over, are you still going to use Lysol? Help me out, Brother Willie. Are, is anybody still going to use Lysol? Is anybody going to steal every minute they go buy some sanitizer? Let me give y'all a hint here. Before all this stuff happened, me and my husband, my husband always kept sanitizer in the car. All the time. Before all this come about, we had sanitizer because we know that some people don't uh, use sanitizer. Some people buggies you touch, it got stuff on it. So we always just did our hands after we got in the car. We just did it. Wow, how did we come up with that? Why would he do that? Maybe God was preparing him ahead of time. So what am I telling you? God prepares his people. If you were clean before this thing came, you're going to continually be clean. You're not going to try to go stock up on everything. You're going to trust God more than you trust in sanitizer because you don't even know if it's working. They're telling you it worked. It is man-made. Hello, somebody. Lysol is man-made. All of this stuff is what man-made. And we use it to clean our houses and we trust that it's doing what it's supposed to. But if you can see in the spirit after you done clean and you look and you say, oh, look at that demon. Get off my kitchen countertop. God allowed, this is truth. God will allow, if he opened your eyes and allowed you to see spiritually, brother Willie, you'll drop the can. <laughs> and you'll start calling on Jesus with all that's within you. You'll be Jesus, Jesus, and you will know that the blood of Jesus is what keeps us. The blood of Jesus is what protects us. So they're trying to come up with everything they can to bring protection to save lives because that's all they know. They're coming up with now, you're going to have to wear masks. They want you to wear masks when you go out. Everybody got to have on a face mask. So see, we have to speak what God is telling us to speak. That's what Jesus did. Come on, y'all. If we're in the word of God, we should follow his instructions. We should follow what he's saying and not what the world is saying. If you want peace like never before, the only way you're going to get it is through Jesus Christ. If you're having a problem being quiet, if you're having a problem being still, and you are a saint, it's because you really don't know who you are. You really don't know what you have. When everybody else is going crazy or running around like a chicken with their head cut off, you're standing still and you're seeing the salvation of the Lord. You only speak in what God is telling you to speak. When we go back and we look at Jesus, he said, I have put everything in his hands. So before Jesus left, he had to get those disciples in a place where they would know where they would know what to do on earth, just like he knew. How did he do that? He taught them. He trained them. He gave them power. He gave them the right to reign and to rule over this earth. 
And this is what we have as saints. We have authority. We have the right to reign and to rule. He said that the heavens and the heavens are who? Are the Lord's. But the earth, y'all, are we on earth? But the earth he has given to who? The children of men. That means God ain't going to move down here without you speaking. You got to speak for heaven to open up on earth. This is why he told Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom. He said, whatever you bind on earth, bind mean whatever is unlawful. What's unlawful down here? COVID-19 is unlawful. He said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. He said, but you got to bind it first. You got to say it's unlawful. You, I forbid you to be here. You don't supposed to be here. Not in my territory. Because everywhere the soles of my feet tread, I possess that land. What you doing here? Get out of here in the name of Jesus. He said, whatever you bind on earth, forbid, find unlawful on earth. He said, I'm a binding in heaven. He said, whatever you loose on earth, he said, I'm going to loose it in heaven. He said, so whatever you find lawful on earth, I'm going to find it lawful in heaven. He's given us the keys, y'all, to the kingdom. That means whatever we need here on earth, only thing we got to do is speak it into the atmosphere. Speaking into existence. So Jesus knew what to do. He knew how to do it. And this is what we supposed to be doing now. When the news is saying. It's going to be more death. That's what they're saying. They're predicting it. Like psychics. The devil is a lie. There's going to be more people living. Than more people that's dying. In Jesus name. See we got to counter react. What the world is saying. They're doing predictions. Your words have power. The Bible says there's life and death in what? In the power of the tongue. Though that, those that love it shall do what? Eat the fruit thereof. So let me tell you what the enemy is doing. The enemy right now, we're, we're in a spiritual battle and this is what God told me. He said it's time to put on your, um, your clothes. It's time to suit up. That's what he said. I said, huh God? He said, my people need to suit up. He said they need to have on the full. Y'all got that too, remember? God prepared y'all for what was to come. He taught on spiritual warfare for a long time. He said put on the armor of God. You got to keep on the armor of God. You got to keep on what? Your helmet first. It's the belt of truth. You got to know the truth. And the truth is what, what? Makes you free. By you knowing the truth, whatever come upon the land, you free. Because you know the truth. Then he said, you put on the breastplate of righteousness. This is knowing that you're in right standing with him. That protects your vital organs, right? So once you put on that breastplate, what else do you have? You have the shoes of peace. That's the gospel of peace. You bring in peace all around you to everyone, right? Then what you have, the helmet of salvation. You got to renew your mind. With who you are in Christ, you got to renew your mind according to the word of God. And then you have what? Is it the sword of the spirit? The shield of faith. You got to have the shield of faith, which blocks the what? Fiery dots of the evil one. Then what else is it, Athea? That sword, guess what? That sword is always going. That's the word of God. So if you're not in the word of God, If the word of God is not in you, even though Jesus is in you, he said, let me come out of you. And the only way he can come out of you is by you speaking 
the word of God, speaking what you have meditated upon. We got more people agreeing with the predictions of the media than we got more people agreeing with the word of God. You got Christians, worldwide Christians, agreeing with the media. Do what they say. Why are you going to church? (laughs) We should do what they say. But guess what? We obey God. When you obey God, you will eat the good of the land. When you obey God, you're going to eat the good of the land. So if you're hearing God and you're doing what God say, guess what? You're going to be a light. They're going to be trying to figure out why that ain't attacked you. Why this ain't coming upon you. Why? How are you still making it? Because I'm living according to the word. And every promise in this word is truth. So if I'm doing what God is telling me to do, y'all, I'm not doing it to get anything. I'm doing it because the word tell me to do it because I have everything that I need. So you have to begin to speak life. You have to begin to counteract what the news is saying. Say, oh, no, the devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. That's not what God's word says. And that's why my grandfather, his favorite word was tinkso. You can tell him. That it's a disaster going on. Grenetti would say, Tink so, that ain't what the words say. Huh? Grenetti, don't you see what's going on? No, Tink so, the word says this. So he stood on the word, even though he could see it naturally, he was seeing spiritually. He was seeing into the spirit, so he began to say what the word was saying. He didn't focus on what he was seeing. So what I'm telling you today is you have to only say what God is saying, no matter how you feel, no matter what people are saying. Say, you know what? I thank you for what you sent me. But let me tell you what the word has to say about that. The blood of Jesus have already killed it. The blood of Jesus have already taken care of it. No evil shall befall me. Neither shall any plague come what? Not my dwelling. For God has given his angels charge over me. To keep me and guard me in all of my ways. So when it's knocking on my door. Oh no you not. Not on my. Get out of here in the name of Jesus. You don't belong. Oh you not bringing that mess in my house. See this is why granddaddy wouldn't let you come in his house any kind of way. Because he said as for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. How many y'all. Let's just be real. We got the majority of Christians talking more about the world than they're talking about God before they were saying at this age you know if you were this age stay in the house you could die quicker now everybody's dying so what they're going to say about that see they're coming up with stuff because they don't know they're predicting what they think is going to happen because they don't know y'all have to understand God is all-knowing He's all powerful. He is everywhere. He's watching over his word to perform it in your life. He's hastening his word. When he came to those prophets, they only spoke what God told them to speak. They could not speak contrary to him or they died. Why? Because God is about life for Thea. He's about life more abundantly. So when people are coming up with stuff and see the more people you're around and you keep hearing all this stuff, you looking like they looking. Oh, my God. When they get here, what if your relative come out of town and need somewhere to stay? Come 
on, y'all. Let's be real. We're going to find out how much we know Jesus, right? What if they come out of New York and California? You have a whole slew of them lined up at your door. <laughs> Willie looking. Willie looking out at the tags and say, baby, don't open that door. Act like you're not home. <laughs> but if God say, come on. That's why we got to be in a place with God. If God say, let them in, let them in, then you let them in, brother Willie. But if, God, but if you ain't spending time with God and you spending more time when the lights all can, don't let them in your house. Come on, let's be real. If you spending more time spraying your house and worrying about what's coming, don't let them in your house because that's fear. And fear opened a door to every evil spirit. So what we have to do, we have to be so sure concerning this word of God. We got to have so much confidence in this word that we ain't looking for nothing but Jesus. We're not looking to nothing but the word of God. This is why I'm going to read this verse of scripture again. We got to catch it, y'all, once and for all. Got to bring it back. This is what um, John was saying. John 3.31. He who comes from above, heaven is far above all others. He who comes from the earth belongs to the earth and talks the language of the earth. His words are from an earthly standpoint. He who comes from heaven is far above all others. Isn't that something? He's saying it again, and I like this. It is to what he has actually seen and heard that he bears testimony. And yet no one accepts his testimony. No one receives his evidence as truth. Look at this now. What I'm saying right now across this pulpit, you got some Christians mad. The reason why they're mad, some people are going to turn it around and say, she's saying don't buy no Lysol. She's saying don't do this or don't do that. She's saying not to wash your hands. She's saying not to do what CDC is saying. I did not say none of that. I'm saying that God is far above all of that. He was far above all of that before it came. So when we know that he's above all of that, we don't try to get all of that stuff and then try to serve God too. If we were doing these things before, why are we trying to do more of these things? Why are we trying to do all the things that the world is doing when we are already protected? If the blood of Jesus is my protector, I don't have to make sure when I wake up at night I'm wiping my hands and I just did it before I went to sleep. I don't have to do all of these things, but trust God. God wants us to live here on this earth in peace, y'all. He wants us to live here on this earth where people will know, why aren't you afraid? Why aren't you running down? Because I have the peace of God. Because God is with me. He said he'll never leave me, nor shall he forsake me. So God want people to know, I am with you. I'm your protective. God said, don't go there today. Don't go there today. Even Jesus, when they wanted to kill him, Jesus had to get through the crowd so he can finish what God called him to do. They wanted to kill him before his time. Even though God could have you know, let him come back to life. Jesus knew, I got to get away from these people. I got to carry this word to other nations where God want me to carry the word. So God is saying, only speak what I'm telling you to speak. And the only way you can speak that is through the word of God. Y'all, people are sending out different things on what they suppose this COVID-19 is coming from. Some people are sending out stuff that's coming from 5G. 
Some people sending out stuff. The government started it. Some people sending out this, that, and the other. So I'm going to ask you something. Whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to say it like this. It don't matter which way it came. It can't touch you. If you're in him and he's in you, no matter what's around you, God said you're protected. That's why he said that persecution will come, oppression will come, sorrow, pain will come. But then he said, be of a good cheer. He said, because I have overcame all of these things. He said, everything that you see and now, I paid the price for it. Y'all, we should not think this to be something that has just come upon us. We should be saying, God, you already told us that this was going to happen. One thing that he did tell us too, he said, the world is going to hate us. Why are y'all surprised when the world don't like you? Because when you love God, the world is going to hate you. So how, why are you trying to be friends with the world? When you're trying to be friends with the world, then you have intimacy against God. You can't be a friend of the world and a friend of God. You got to choose whom you're going to serve. So God is telling us this day, I only want you to speak what I would have for you to speak. And as you speak what I'm telling you to speak, the Holy Spirit is releasing the power upon what is spoken. This is why he said, my word will not come back to me void. It's not going to come back to me empty. But it's going to go out and accomplish that with I, which I please and prosper in the thing that I have sent it to do. Do not leave this earth before your time. Do not leave this earth before your time because God got a plan and he got a purpose for all of us. But God is telling us that we are overcomers. We are overcomers in him. That's why you have to be in him to get through this crisis. People are trying to get to, through the crisis without him, even save folk. F save folks are letting go of the vine. He said, if you let go of the vine, he said, you will die. You will die because you letting go of the one that's keeping you. We could not be kept in this world without Jesus. He loved us so much. He told his disciples, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Why? He said, my peace. He said, my peace. He said, I'm going to give you peace. The peace I give you is my peace. It's not the world's peace. That's not the kind of peace I'm giving you. So I'm telling you, saints, we are in the world, but we're not of the world. We do not do like the world do. So we don't do like the world does. So what do we do? We stand still and we see the salvation of the Lord. We take God at his word. We don't change our confession of faith because somebody is sending us something different. We stand on what's going to stand forever. This word is going to remain. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but this word is going to remain the same. So if you sitting at home in front of your television and you trying to wait on them to say all clear, then you ain't trusting God. It was already cleared over 2000 years ago before it happened. God had already made a way for us. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody can get to the Father except through Jesus Christ. God says, start saying only what I say. And the only way you can say it is by being in the word of God, the word of life. The word of God is what's going to keep you in these times. And if you're not in this word, you're going to fall for anything and everything. So get into the word of God. Begin to meditate on that word. Get it out of your head. The word got to come from your head to your heart. 
And this is why he said, my son, pay attention to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto all those that find them and health to all flesh. So the word is what's going to keep us. The word, y'all, is your medicine. Come on, get in this word every day. Say, oh, I need my medicine. Can't live without my medicine. My medicine is what's going to bring me life. So this is what we're supposed to be speaking. We're supposed to be speaking when they say people are sick. We're going to turn that around and say, by Jesus' stripes, they were already healed. Healing is the children's bread. He sent his word. He have healed them. He have delivered them from their destruction in Jesus' name. When they say the economy is dropping, you know, you're not going to have enough of this and enough of that. Say, I have more than enough, for he is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not want. God has already made provisions for me. Even before this has happened, he has made provision for me. He has supplied all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. When we say, when they say people are going to have mental breakdowns, the devil is a lie. I have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in me, which was also in Christ Jesus. And we're going to speak. We're lenders and not borrowers. We're above and not beneath. We're the head and not the tail. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed in the fruit of our womb. Everything our hands touch is blessed. He has given us the power to get wealth. Amen. So we're going to turn it around and we're going to begin to speak opposite of what the news is saying. But we use wisdom. We use wisdom from above and not the wisdom of this world. Amen. So we can't be looking at the news and saying, I'm healed. Then we look at the news and say, oh, Lord, let me go buy me a face mask. You can't do that. Either you're going to trust God or you're not. You cannot have two masters. If you already was living in peace before this come and this COVID-19 took your peace, you better check where you were in him. Because nothing that comes supposed to take your peace like that. Or if it come and shake you. Let me go here. Go with me to Matthew 7. The Holy Spirit is reminding me of something. Matthew 7, verse 26. Well, verse 24. Matthew 7, verse 24 says, Therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine and do them. Did you hear what the word is saying? He said, you got to hear them. And you got to do them. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. That house is Jesus. That rock is Jesus. And the rain descended and the floods came. And the wind blew and beat upon that house. It said winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. Jesus is that rock. And everyone that hear these sayings of mine and doeth them not. Shall be likened unto a foolish man. Which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew. And beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So if we're hearing his sayings. And if we're doing what he says. What makes you think your house is going to fall? Because the enemy wants you to think it's going to fall. If you're standing upon the rock. The rock is Jesus. Jesus is the word. You standing upon the word. It shall not come nigh you. Guess what? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so does he become. Have y'all noticed they put the symptoms up now? <laughs> so if you're watching the symptoms, 
You ain't watching the word. So anybody that come around you and they start sneezing or they start coughing a little, oh, you better go get that test. Better go get the test because you ain't looking right. You snotting everywhere. They were snotting before COVID-19 came and you all up in their face. They done sneezed all in your face and you didn't even wipe it off. You let it air dry. You didn't say one word. All of a sudden now they sneeze. Oh God, I'm going to die. What's up y'all? Are we walking by faith or are we walking by sight? Don't look at things like somebody got something. You don't know before all this happened. You go on Walmart, you got buggies. Everybody put their hand on them buggies. Everybody flicked something somewhere and you, you don't even see it. Come on. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know what's on meat. They put meat. Come on. You got canned goods. They're touching your canned goods. They're touching your medication. They're touching your Lysol, Brother Willie. Are you wiping it? You're wiping it down, aren't you? They're touching your Lysol. Are you wiping? Y'all, it wouldn't be enough product here if we had to keep. And this is the funny part. You go to the grocery store and, you know, you wipe your buggy. Have everybody, anybody ever wiped their buggy? I wiped mine before I happened. So you wipe your buggy. So you get to your, to your car, right? Now that it's COVID-19 out, somebody got to open the door before you get to the, to the hand sanitizer, right? So you open the door. Then you get in the car. You got put on your sanitizer. Then you get ready to close the door and you're like... Dag, forgot to do this. Have you ever thought about that? But before all this happened, open your door, get in your car, gone. Didn't give it a thought. Let me tell you where it's happening at. Let me tell you what people are dying from. Right here in the mind. Your mind controls your body. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so does he become. Remember in the beginning, God says that he don't want you to think on those former things or consider the things in the past. Why? He said, because when you take a thought and you thinking about COVID-19, I'm going to give y'all a hint. You do not have to be around nobody. You can be in your home by yourself and you can think about COVID-19 so much, it attack you from your home, from the television. You watch the symptoms. You hear what they say instead of what God is saying. You ain't been around nobody. It was a case that they said it was a person that ain't really been around nobody but had COVID-19. Now guess what the diagnosis is? You don't know it's living in your body. It just shows up. You don't even have to have a fever. It just shows up because it show up in your mind first. Whatever your mind thinks about, your body reacts to. It lowers your immune system because it brings trauma. It brings stress. It brings all of those things to your mind. I'll give you an example. If you laid off your job, you know what you have to pay every week, but ain't no money coming in. What do your body feel like when you start thinking about how I'm going to make it? Anybody? Anybody? Can somebody come tell me? Athea, come up here and tell me. Come on. What do your body feel like, Athea? If they say you're going to be laid off, you don't have no money in the bank, bills are due, how do your body start reacting? How does it start reacting? The first thing is fear because how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my light bill? How am I going to eat? How am I going to uh, go anywhere? Fear. Okay. The more you think of that, how do you feel? 
uh, start dreading and make you sick. First, it hits you in your belly. There you go. You know what this is? This is where the spirit dwells. Out of your belly flows what? That's where the heart is, the issues of life. So you're going to feel it knotting up in your belly. Some people got to run to the bathroom, need more toilet tissue. Absolutely. See, that's why people buying, I got it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. People buying all this toilet tissue because the stomachs are breaking down. That's it. That's it. That's it. High five. That's it. See, this is what's happening. People are so concerned with COVID-19 that fear is paralyzing them. It's breaking down the immune system. So they ain't got no choice but to do what? Die. So your mind have to be stayed on who? Jesus. It have to stay on him. He said, I will keep you in perfect peace. If your mind is stayed on me because you trust in me. Is that what he said? So if we want wholeness in every area. That's what peace is. That's in every area. We have to keep our mind on him. So I'm telling everybody that's watching today. If your mind is not on Jesus and it's on COVID-19, you're going to, I'm not going to, I'm just saying this. You're going to be more subject to COVID-19 than you are the word of God. That's why Job said, The things I greatly feared has come upon me. Why? Because Job was more um, leaning towards what his kids was doing than leaning towards what God had already done. So what am I telling you? What are you leaning towards? What are you subject to? Are you subject to COVID-19? Are you subject to what the word of God is saying today? God says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed because I am God. He said that he will strengthen you. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand. That's a word from the word of God. How do that word get deep rooted in me? By meditating on what God is saying. You can speak the word. I'm going to go back here because the Holy Spirit is reminding me of the scripture. Go back with me to Matthew, the 15th chapter. And this is what's happening. With the saints... Matthew 15, and look at, um, I want to find it. Look at verse 8. He said, this people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for the doctrines, the commandments of men. So what he's saying is, you can speak by Jesus Christ some heal out your mouth. But deep down in your heart, you don't believe that. Your heart and your mouth got to come into alignment. And it comes through how you're thinking. Because if you know that you know that you know that you know that you're the healed of the Lord, this is where praise come in. This is when you begin to praise God for what he's already done, not praising him for what you want to get done. You begin to thank him and say, God, I am the heal. God, I praise you, God, because you are the God that healeth me. So, God, I command healing to my body because it's already mine. And you just begin to rejoice. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So we don't supposed to speak it. We only speak what we believe. We don't speak it if we don't believe it because what's the point if you're not believing it? Now, if you're speaking it trying to get something done, you're still messing up. You're speaking what you have been meditating on and it's so much a part of you that when something pop up, you say, Tank so, this is what the word of God says. Family, 
do stuff to help you. They do. We want to do stuff to, to help one another, right, naturally. But there's a time that we have to stand up spiritually. And we have to say, thank you for that. But this is what God says. Stay focused, y'all, on what God is saying. Begin to speak. If you want your atmosphere to change, speak into your atmosphere. Speak what you want to be. Don't speak what the enemy wanted to become. Speak what you want to be because the enemy want death. We want to speak life. I have learned that when I begin to speak over things in my life, my children, my husband, the church, I'll begin to speak it and then I'll start just giving God some praise. Just like it's already mine because I know it's mine. I don't wait to see it. I just begin to praise him because I know I already have it. And this is what the Lord had given me concerning Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry. I began to speak over Miracle Temple and I began to say, Miracle Temple shall have everything that they need through this crisis. Miracle Temple shall not be harmed physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, and mentally during this crisis. We shall have more than enough to do what God has called us to do. Come on, when we get on one accord and we begin to speak out of our spirit what God is saying, I just begin to rejoice and I say, thank you, God, that it's already ours. Not trying to get something or trying to make something happen. I heard what you said. So I'm going to come into agreement. And I'm going to begin to decree and declare that here on earth. God says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imagination. Those are those reasonings that you're having in your head. And I know some of us have a lot of them on a daily basis. We're reasoning about this. We're reasoning about that. We're pondering on this. He said, get rid of that. He said, cast down imaginations in every high thing. Those things that you're thinking on, these are thoughts. They're trying to build a fortress in your mind. They're trying to build, build that fortress and take root so you won't be able to speak what God would have you to speak. So God says, speak. He says, say what I'm saying. The only way you're going to be able to say it is through the word of God. Now, if the media is saying it, they only saying what they believe. Let's start saying what we believe. And guess what? The greater is in us. The, the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. They shall bow to the name of Jesus. Why? Because he's over them. So when we use that name, we know that everything stops. In heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So we have to believe what the word is saying. So God said, begin to speak. Begin to say what I'm saying. Spend time with me and only speak what I am speaking. And do not get me wrong. People are trying to be helpful in this time. But what did God say to you? What did God tell you to do? Only do what God is telling you to do. The more you listen to man, we have some carnally minded Christians. That means fleshly minded. They're looking at what everybody else doing and they say, well, this is what we need. No, that ain't what God told me. I can only do what God is telling me. And that's not what he's saying because it don't line up with his word. You're going to hear many voices now. But you got to know, is it the voice of God? And the only way you're going to know is through the word of God. So I want to say this before I close. And y'all know I have two, three, four closes. <laughs> before I close... <laughs> First thing that we have to know as Christians, you have to renew your mind. 
on a daily basis. You cannot be conformed to this world. You got to be transformed. You got to be changed. How are you going to be changed? By the renewing of your mind. And the only way you can renew your mind is through the word of God. And then you will prove, you will know what the good and acceptable will of God is. Christians, saints, born again folks. You are going to come into alignment more with the world if you're not renewing your mind. you conforming yourself to the patterns of this world. The world is going to tell you what to do and how to do it because that's all they know. But we know kingdom. We are kingdom citizens. We are ambassadors. We were sent from God to represent him here on this earth. He has sent us with, word, with the word of God. He has sent us with instructions. And we only speak what he tells us to speak. We don't speak anything else opposite to the word of God. Do not join in with the world. Yes, this is what they're saying. But this is what the word of God is telling us to do. Did you use your sanitizer? Ah, yes, I have. The blood of Jesus covers. People are so worried about all of this. But it's time to get into alignment with the word. So we as born again believers need to renew our mind on a daily basis. Once that mind is renewed, we want to meditate on what God is telling us. You read the word, but when the scripture is speaking to you, you stop right there. That's Rhema. That's God speaking. And you begin to meditate on what he's saying. And then as you meditate, you begin to chew that word. Remember I told y'all how a cow, you can pass by a cow. He's chewing after you done left two hours. You come back, he's still chewing on the way back. Why? Because he's just chewing and chewing and chewing on that cud. They say he let it go down, he bring it back up, and he chew on it again. Chew on this word. Meditate day and night. That's what the Bible say. Not only in the day, but at night. Meditate on this word. Observe to do all that's written therein. Meditate on it day and night. And then the Bible says that you shall succeed, you shall prosper. It's no other way but the word. So once you do that, guess what? You got to realize I have keys. So if something is trying to come up in your house, and sometimes, you know, sickness try to come at us, but we have to remember who we are. No, 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 no. You leave here. Allergies. No, I don't accept allergies. Body, you're not subject to allergies. You're subject to the word of God. You healed in the name of Jesus. Did I not tell you to leave my house allergies? What are you still doing here? In the name of Jesus, go. That's what we do. Lord, I thank you. I'm free from allergies. Though the pollen come, God, I can walk down the road in freedom, God. Yeah, you may be sneezing and say, what did I tell you? You're not subject to those allergies. And the more you say it, your body builds up an immunity against allergies. It's true. It's true because if you keep speaking and say, uh-uh, what you doing here? Uh-uh, you can't come here. Somebody say, your eyes red. In the name of Jesus. Red eyes? What you doing red? God didn't create you that way. Clear up in the name of Jesus. Now, you don't go in the mirror and say, you go on about your business. Really? You don't go in the mirror and you keep going. You keep moving. Then when somebody else tell you, say, didn't I tell you what you still doing red? You don't supposed to be red. And all of a sudden, in the spirit, you see clear eyes. Then you forget all about it. And then you look, praise you, Jesus. See, the more you focus on a thing, the more that thing becomes reality. 
And this is what God said. Our reality is heaven. We are spiritual beings. We are citizens of the kingdom. And being that I'm a citizen, y'all, my daddy, my king of kings, my lord of lords, the one who sent me down here on earth on his behalf, he's not going to let me lack for nothing. He's going to take care of me. You know why? Because I'm reporting into the kingdom. I'm like, Abba Father, I'm here this morning. How are you doing this morning? Father, what would you have me to do in this day? Father, allow me to see what you see and so I can do what you do. God, I thank you for the miraculous. I thank you for the lame walking, the blind seeing, and curable diseases being healed. God, I thank you that goodness is happening in today. Everything is going to be good today, God. So, Father, what's on your agenda? What's up? And then you wait to hear what he has to say. I get my inspiration and I get all of these things from him. And he break it down to where I am. So when I give it to you, he's going to break it down to where you are. So it will become light illumination unto you. So God says, say what I'm saying. And the only way you can say it, saints, is through the word of God. Now, the ones that are not born again, the ones that have not accepted Jesus, God sent us out to give to you the good news, the gospel. So we have to speak what the kingdom has to say concerning salvation. And as we speak that concerning salvation... Guess what? You begin to say, what must I do to be saved? Because we talk about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus had to die for the remissions of our sins. If he did not shed his blood for the remissions of sin, guess what? None of us would have been saved. So without the shedding of blood, guess what? There's no remission of sins. So Jesus died so we can live because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And I'm reminded that some people out there that have not accepted Jesus, you still think you don't need Jesus. Come on, look around. Look around at what's happening in the world around you. Look around, and I hear in my spirit some people saying, well, Christian folks dying too. Well, that's between them and God. Only thing I know is I only know what the word of God is saying. And if Christian folks is dying, it's for two reasons. Either it was their time to go or either they didn't know what they thought they knew and put themselves in harm's way, saying that they were trusting God and they were praising him with their mouth and their lips, but their heart was far from him because God protects his own. You don't go pick up a rattlesnake and say, watch this, it's going to bite me and I'm going to live. Just dig your hole before you do it. Because you tempting God. God is not tempted by sin. That's why Paul didn't find that venomous snake. Paul was doing something to go get sticks and the snake bit him and they saw the snake bit him. Paul shook the snake off and went about his business and they said, oh God, he's supposed to have been dead by now. And guess what? Paul represented Jesus right then and there. Do you think I'm going to go pick up a snake and say, it's going to bite me. Watch God heal me. Just go ahead and bury me. That's not how God does. See, when stuff sneak up on you and you know who you are, you say, ah, you can't come here. It's not that you tempting just like this COVID-19. If they're telling you they gave you an order not to go in another state and you break that order, 
you done made yourself subject to disobedience. So you don't open a gateway to the enemy. Or if they tell you, if you come out of states, lock up in your home, you're supposed to be obedient, Christian folks. Don't say, my faith is protecting me. No, you are disobedient to authority. They say, obey all authority that's over you. God's going to take care of you. Don't be playing these games. It's not a game with God. He said the, um, what is it, the obedient? Wait a minute, I'm going to find the scripture. Yeah, obedience is better than sacrifice, but that's not the one I'm looking for. It's right here. The Holy Spirit, let it shine as a light. And I'm going to say this one. It is. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That's Psalms 119. If you're willing and obedient. Y'all hear that? Obedient. You shall eat the good of the land. Me as a pastor, they said not to have more than 10 in gathering, right? I'm going to obey what they're saying because this gospel is going out. I'm not going to bring rebellion in the house and then expect God to bless rebellion. He don't bless mess. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. So we want to stay into alignment because God will give you more than enough when you hear who. It got to, it has to line up with his word. The willing and the obedient shall eat the good of the land. So we as saints, we don't tempt God. God is not tempted by sin. But then I said, we're going to, the ones that are not saved, that have not accepted Jesus, I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot get to the, through this crisis without him. Your money can't save you. A man or woman can't save you. Your children cannot save you. The only way you can be saved is by accepting what Jesus have already done. Jesus have paid the price. Sin is not the problem. Rejecting Jesus is the problem. He paid the price for sin. Once you accept him, you are already forgiven for past, present, and future sins. He said, just come on in. So that's what we're going to do now. We're going to offer the plan of salvation at this time. And those that do not know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, do not wait till COVID-19 get over. Do not wait until you feel like you need to clean yourself up, quit smoking, quit drinking. He said, come just as you are, because Jesus has paid the price. For by grace are you saved through faith, and it's not of yourself. It is through what? The gift of God. So it's not of works that anyone should boast. So we're going to open up right now um, for Jamie to come up and offer the plan of salvation to those out there that do not know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some glory, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got some glory new God. people that's getting ready to come in Amen. to the kingdom. So we, in advance, we welcome you. You're our new brothers and sisters in Christ. And this is just an awesome time that the angels in heaven are rejoicing for what you're getting ready to do and as it says in Romans 10:9 if you will you know confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and he was rose again on the third day you shall be saved so this is an awesome time for you and i just want to just welcome you brother and sister whoever you are out there i love you and just welcome and just repeat after me jesus I accept you into my heart. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that 
all of my sins and you rose again on the cross on the third day and I am now born again and I am accepted and hallelujah let's give him some praise church hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. so we just this this is hallelujah. just an awesome time and congratulations for what you have you have the spirit of the living God Amen. living on the inside of you now. Glory. Old things have passed away. Glory. All things have become new. Amen. And from this day on, everything is going to be different from you, Amen. different for you. And you just have to renew your mind on a daily basis. And um, even if you have those habits um, still around, you know, you've got the spirit of God on the inside Amen. of you now. And, and he's going to help you work on those things. So just congratulations. We love you. Amen. 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 And if Miracle Temple can be of any help to you in any way, if you do not have a church home to go into, you can give us a call, and we'll be glad um, to have you here at Miracle Temple. But I'm going to say, if you are part of a church and you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, you need to go to that pastor. And you need to allow that pastor to help you along the way now that you're born again. And I want to um, have the um, announcements after this song because this song spoke to my heart dealing with what was taught on today. Um, saying what God is saying. We want to speak, amen, into the atmosphere. And this song, we don't have rights to this song, amen.
now in the name of Jesus I speak into the atmosphere on today I speak that blind eyes are seeing right now in Jesus name I speak that the lame is walking in Jesus name I speak that incurable diseases is being healed right now in the name of Jesus I speak that deaf ears are hearing right now in Jesus name I speak that tumors and growths are disappearing right now in Jesus name I command healing over this nation in the name of Jesus, physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, Father God, for healing right now in Jesus' name. From the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, 
I command healing in Jesus' name. I command healing in the White House in Jesus' name. I command, God, that you put in people in the White House to bring the wisdom of God to the White House in Jesus' name. I speak that you're turning people hearts God in the White House towards you I speak that you're sending labors amongst them in the White House God so they may say what must I do to be saved in Jesus name I speak that every knee in government is bowing down doing this situation in Jesus name and they're crying out to you God they're crying out their hearts and their minds are towards you God In Jesus' name, I speak, God, that the Democrats and the Republicans are coming together. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind all division right now in the White House. And I lose unity in the name of Jesus. And I say, peace, be still in Jesus' name. I speak, God, that people rising up in their authority. Arise and shine for the glory of God has risen upon us today in Jesus name. God, I thank you and I praise you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And even as I'm speaking, I'm seeing someone standing in front of their wheelchair healed in Jesus name. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, I'm seeing God, even ears, God, people hearing in Jesus name. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Gross disappearing in Jesus' name. God, I speak that the miraculous is happening all over the world right now because your angels, God, they are going out, God, and they're delivering this word of healing. People with the COVID-19, they're rising up off of their bed of of affliction, God. You said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver them out of them all. God, I thank you, God, that as quick as it came, it has gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God, you get the glory. You get the honor. You get the praise. God, there's a sweeping God going through cities, going through states. Going through towns in the name of Jesus. God, I see people fall into their knees. God, crying out to you because, God, they don't know what to do. God, I see the the celebrities, God, crying out to you. God, they're recognizing that money can't save them. They're calling on you, God. Thank you for a spiritual awakening. Sweeping through this land like never before in the name of Jesus. God, thank you for report after report after report. God, thank you for visitations coming to them in the name of Jesus. And you're hearing about these visitations, God. God, you're revealing yourself, God, in the name of Jesus. But you need people to speak, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we will have no other God before you, God. You're the one and true and living God. We're tearing down altars right now that people have built up because of COVID-19. We're tearing down that God in the name of Jesus, God. In Jesus' name, everything that represents COVID-19, we tear it down in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God. In Jesus' name. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise right now, God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, God. And we say it is so. It is so. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 God, I speak that repentance is coming to houses. Coming to the cities. Coming to the nation. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We give you glory in Jesus' name. We honor you today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for manifesting yourself, God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus and God, we pray for the doctors, the nurses. We pray for those, God, that are in the hospitals. We pray, God, for the military, God. We pray, God, for their protection, God. We pray, God, that their hearts is turned towards you, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for giving the doctors wisdom. For wisdom from above, the nurses, God. Everybody that's in these facilities, in these nursing homes. God, I thank you for the wisdom that's coming from you, God. I thank you, God, that is so simple. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, I thank you how to just lay in hands. Hallelujah. On the sick and they're seeing them recover. They're doing what the word tells them to do. I see people laying hands right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. God, we give you glory. Do what the word says. The word says you shall lay hands on the sick. Come on, see in the spirit. See in the spirit. See hands laid on the sick. See hands laid on the sick. See them coming off these sick beds in the name of Jesus. God, I give you glory. Hallelujah. God, you said we shall decree and declare a thing and it shall be established. It is established. God, we give you glory that it's been decreed and declared. You say if two or three come together, you in the midst. God, you in the midst of us right now in the name of Jesus. It is so. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you for going through the airwaves right now in the name of Jesus. Going through the internet right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the power of God radiating right now. Radiating, God, through the internet, through the televisions, God. I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for the miraculous, God. Going to New York City. Going to California, God. Going, God, to Louisiana, God. Going, God, all over the world in Jesus' name. Los Angeles, God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. God, we thank you and we praise you right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, we thank you that these walls are coming down. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 
All right, Gloria Burgess, let's do our announcements. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. And thank you for worshiping with us online. Until further notice, we will be using our live stream, Facebook, and conference calling for our service in Clem School of Ministry. Sunday service will be broadcast at 11 a.m. Clem on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you don't have access to the Internet, you can call in at 717-275-8940. And our PIN number is 717-SPACE-5824, number sign, ways to send your tithes and offering. You can go to www.mtd. Excuse me, www.mtdm.org. You can download um, our cash app, your cash app, and you can send, and the cash app to send is dollar sign, capital MTDM, number 20. And you can mail it in at P.O. Box 1042, Burgall, North Carolina, 28425. Thank you. Giving me a scripture. We was talking about God being a miracle working God. See, God is still talking. You just got to be listening. There was a time that Jesus was coming into town and they wanted some more wine. And they talked to Mary, his mother, about getting some more wine because they ran out. And Jesus, um, she was telling them, she said, whatever he says, do it. Whatever he say, do it. So Jesus took water. We know water represent what? The word of God. Water is a cleansing. He took water. He told them to take it and put it into those containers. And when they did it, that's all they had to do. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. God said, put, put the word in you. You are the container. And when you get full of the word, he said, pour it out. Because what happened was when they got full and then they served to the governor, Oh, man, this is going to be served to the White House. It's going to be served to the governors. It's going to be served to those that are in authority. He said, pour it out. And when he did serve it, he said, why did you save the best for last? This is what has healed the land, the word. Nothing that they do can do it. But what he does, it lasts. So God said, taste and see. How good the word is. Get full of it. And he said, as you begin to pour it out, you're going to see things manifest like never before. Amen? Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.